Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going back. So where the beach is near, the beer is to you. There's plenty of women out the crowd. Walking out the one the second, the whistle is gone, and smoke over That's your time. By the riverside, well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Cut it tight and drive the clean out over the fence. Oh, he's got the car missing. Episode five, lads. Welcome to Clooney. How are you this week? All good, Edo. Good to be here. Boys are back in town. You've had a good week, yeah? Yeah, I can't complain now. Some good news there during the week. Restrictions been lifted. Great news. Ross? Yes. Bit of four Happy. nights last night, did you? Bit of four nights last night, yeah. I've been thinking for a couple of weeks that I uh, really wanted to go down that nostalgia trip. And feck it, I went for it yesterday. What you got? Big four. Curry cheese chips. Ooh. Yeah. Um, made the missus get just a portion of big four sauce with her chips. Right, so I right. could enjoy them as well. Yeah. Um, Really enjoyable. Um, I had one myself last Thursday, I think. The first one since it opened up. Marty, you don't think it's the same? Um, I've probably been harsh, yeah, but um, <laughs> that's why I suppose it probably isn't. Uh, <laughs> Put you on the spot. Put sorry. me on the spot. I've had a snack box. I, I, I'll give it a second go, though. I've had one snack box since it reopened. There's something I've just a theory on it. Go ahead. We're not drunk, I To change the oil. No, no. I think, I think it tasted very similar to what we remembered. Right. But I think the quality of takeaways has improved greatly since those days. Around the town, like? Around the town, yeah. A lot of places raising their game and food in general. And I suppose our palates might have matured as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, it's not three o'clock in the morning either. No. Do you remember yeah. you went in there, and ordered everything they could get on the chips? You just went in and said, "Give me everything." So it was like curry like, cheese, like bacon. Homer in the center. Yeah, give me two hundred crusty burgers. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Curry cheese, bacon, garlic, whatever you said. Whatever they put on chips, put it on it. I used to love scarping with the. I used to never eat it in town. You always Come brought it home, home with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought it home, clutched under the under the, um, the oxtern. I remember leaving Envy. <laughs> this is a Sligo West Sports podcast, by the way. We <laughs> were leaving Envy one night around half twelve, starving, and right back <laughs> back to the dance floor, two two cheeseburgers <laughs> into the nightclub. Yeah, I've left house before to go get food. I'm I'm back back, to yeah. <laughs> no, but I was in there with the burgers. Like <laughs> they're good times. Uh, yeah, so a good week. I got myself some new bed sheets myself, actually. Um, so everyone's welcome over for a sleepover if, if you want, lads. No. Well, yeah. from December 18th it seems like we can do what we want yeah so the, the, 
the new bed sheets will be in next after that, lads, if you want to come over. Uh, lock of the week didn't come in. No. no for none for any of us. First time. No. First uh, time, yeah. Um, yeah. Three way elimination. I suppose, yeah, we were a bit out there like yesterday with the 40 to 1 shot, but. Uh, it was a swing and a miss. Yeah, I suppose. People not happy. No, but sure, again, if you'd put a tenner on every one of our selections since we started this, you'd still be up 40 euro. Yeah. Not to be sniffed at. And when it comes a warning, you know, it's it's we're, it's not the gospel. Yeah, this is our thoughts, what we think might work. We were called Moon Men. Moon Men. I actually like that. I, I took, never, that, as, <laughs> <laughs> took never, that as a bit I've, of a compliment, I suppose. I've never been called a Moon Man, no. And I've heard people been called Moon Pigs what is before. A moon Pig? A Moon Pig, yeah. That's I've heard. a company. Is that a bank? Moonpig.com. They make greeting cards. Your own oh. personalised greeting cards. So I heard it using an insult towards before oh, people. Yeah? Yeah. A Moon Pig? Yeah. They'd be a good sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Christmas, yeah, we could tell you. But Moon Men, yeah. Anyways, things that out. Out. <laughs> a guy Twitter not happy with our selections. He called us Moon Men and very disappointed. The Sligo but Dancer didn't go too well either. Sligo Dancer, yeah. No. Uh, no, it, it, there was a, a, an administrator error there by someone. Someone didn't put the poll up on Twitter. It rhymes with Moss. Yeah. Ah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking the blame for that. We, we'll get it up this weekend. Moss Doyle. Moss O'Doyle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it has to go up, go up this week and and this week. So it'll be a double double dancer, double dip up dancing. Wow! Um, two br- two pairs of white fronts to wear. So two pairs to go out. Yeah, what a week! Um, Shams, so we're going to you with going to the Mandarin Court with the with your winnings. I suppose. Yeah, if, we, if your dancer we, comes we, in, we, we might we'll sort that out before Christmas. We said yeah. we might do the Christmas party there anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, I definitely do. If there is, if we can go out, we'll go for a Christmas party in yeah. the Mandarin Court. Yeah, chicken curry, three chicken curries. Someone tagged us on something the other day. Uh, they were having a chicken curry competition. Danny Lang, Danny Lang. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken curry competition there. The we, could get, we could be like guests, uh, chicken curry tasters around the town. Your man, eh? man versus food. Slag <laughs> yeah. away um, pod men in testing curries, tasting um, curries. So we've talked about food a bit already. Um, dancer, yeah. Rovers lost. Shans are comfy. And a new GA manager, lads. We'll talk about that in the GA section. That was big, you know scandalous, who breaking was news. First with that news, no? The Sligo Way podcast had it out on Twitter <laughs> first. First, yeah. Before the Sligo County Board had it out. I don't think they were too happy. happy breaking ball there. Breaking ball. Uh, Ross, I must uh, actually give power right the money for that surveillance equipment. But that's another <laughs> issue. Uh, right, we've a lot of correspondence in, lads. We'll get to it. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. <laughs> okay, lads, a lot of correspondence this week. Um, a lot of DMs sliding into the DMs. Uh, normal tweets, Facebook messages, and texts. Start with Enda Mitchell, lads. He has one. Um, what is the funniest moment you've seen on the field or a sporting event? Roscoe? Um, Jesus, a, a lot of funny ones, but uh, just on the spot, I was thinking back, I think... We were about an 18 year old, and Navin <coughs> came to play in a friendly eight. I think you might have been playing in this match as well. This is out in the rugby club, let Hamilton see, Park. Let me see, does it ring a bell? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, so a, a, a favourite uh, correspondence uh, sender of ours, um, Gary Clancy, was playing, I think, could have actually been his rugby debut for Sligo at the time as well. Right. Um, and he unfortunately didn't have rugby shorts. Yeah. So oh, he, yeah, I did play this so game. He, yeah. So he ended up uh, playing a match <laughs> in a pair of Power Rangers uh, boxer shorts. Mm, didn't he have them? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Like, there's a piece to add to it. Yeah, so Power Ranger boxer shorts, but he actually played. He did, he played for Navin, <laughs> yeah. I believe. <laughs> they were short players, and I think they were actually out the night before as well. Yeah, because they're all drinking flagons of cider in the changing room. So Gary ended up togging for Navin. This is actually his first ever rugby match, a friendly as well, but still his we first ever match. Them, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, out, we're t- down to Sandoz and Strand Hill. Correct. Them. Yeah, staff lost his mother's checkbook. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary Clancy ended up playing for this Navin side, and uh, at the end of the match, uh, no, actually at halftime, I believe he gave a rousing team talk to the Navin team as well when they were losing. So I think he came in and get a, a any given Sunday type speech. But uh, funny enough, as it was, but then at the end of the match, um, he was walking off the pitch, and one of the Navin lads goes, "Sorry, mate, can we get our jersey back?" So he took the jersey off and gave it back to him. So. He's just, he's just, he just was walking off the pitch in the in the power range of boxers. Off the I think James Wilson, <coughs> Beltra man, ignorantly enough now, <laughs> came up and ripped it all in one go off him. And he had them since he was fifteen. Yeah, some story like he yeah. had these boxers for but five six years. <laughs> so there was the clean the clean rip from James Wilson, <laughs> and, and he presented them back to Gary Clancy, and uh, Gary was absolutely unfazed by the fact that he was bollock naked on the pitch <laughs> with the the Gaza strip in full flow, <laughs> reflecting off the sunlight, yeah, and uh, Joe. Joe Coulter club stalwart come up and absolutely lost ahead of them. Uh, he said, "You're an app because Gary at this stage then got the got the the, the shards of the boxers, <laughs> tossed them over his shoulder, and just started walking off the pitch <laughs> into the sunset. Into the sunset, Joe Coulter come up and cut through. Said, You're a disgrace. You'll you'll never play for the rugby club again." And, and Gary was like, "No, no." no! <laughs> <laughs> so that's my funny story. <laughs> my, mine actually, and I just think we're uh, kind of homoerotic stuff here. If I was a man, I'm in the trousers down as well. Um, it's kind of just off the pitch. Um, oh God. <clears throat> I think it was around 2008 that GA brought in kind of new rules. Well, a, sorry, a new fist pass rule. The closed fist, the open palm wasn't allowed anymore, and it was the first game of the league or something. And the ref was coming in. He came into. <laughs> we're just about to go on the pitch, and everyone's the first game of the league revved up. Very serious, up in Bally Mote. And the ref, and T, I'll T, TJ Keaveney, I'll name him. <laughs> he came in, and we were about to go out. And he goes, just a word, lads, to tell us about the new fist pass rule. <laughs> and he's in the middle of, of telling us all, and uh, he's going to blow it up now, and blah, for freezing this. And one of the lads up behind him and just jocked him in the middle of us all. <laughs> <laughs> and like there was a. A kind of five second awkward silence between between everyone just staring at him while he slowly went down to pick up his shorts and he just walked out and went out on the pitch and we were all so obviously we explored with laughter and our manager I think is Kelly at the time Anna Kelly <laughs> not to say it does but he wasn't too happy but enjoyed that match now <laughs> that's my surely one. complaints made about that no nothing TJ oh, but the fella he done it was playing for the county at the time I would oh. say and TJ you know the county fellas get away with everything he's probably going to have a Bishop Brennan moment at some was, stage and just, yeah. and just that fucker jocked me I don't know if I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> driving his car <laughs> his shorts still in his ankles <laughs> he'd be a PTSD he'd be coming up from the toilet someday and pulling the trousers back up again and he'd get a, get a flashback <laughs> oh sure I'm never going to top them two stories <laughs> any other pants related no, uh, no, no pants forts. related ones um <laughs> Sure, I'll never top that too. Uh, the one I could just think of on my head. Um, we were playing, it was one of the first years, I think. I was, it was actually the first year I was playing uh, junior soccer for Cartron. Uh, we weren't very good. I think I told you before we weren't very good. But um, we had gone, I think, 15 losses in a row. And uh, we were drawing one all. I think it was at home to Ahna. We were drawing one all with about 20 minutes to go. So it was actually like, come on, we can get a point here and not lose. And I'll, I'll keep these people nameless, but the manager was, uh, he was also playing, he was a player manager at the time. So we had 12 players. He shouts over to this fella, come on, warm up. He goes, I can't warm up. Why can't you warm up? I've only got one boot. 
<laughs> but that was it. But I'm never going to top your stories anyway. So, <laughs> um, so that text came in, that message only came in a while ago. Like, yeah, if you yeah, kind of think, if I kind of think, there's outrageous ones. Uh, right, that's a good question. Question one, good start off. Um, Brian Kenny goes in, lads. What was the worst sporting injustice in Sligo sports history? Um, oh, Marty. quick word. That's that's a tough one. Brian Kenny sent that in. I tell you, we play a game in the tennis club every year on the 23rd of December. Right. Uh, the boys call it the Ballancar Cup. The Battle of Ballancar, the Bob Cup, they call it. And there was one year, we, the team I play for now don't have a great record on it. But there was one year, we were 7-1 up after about 20 minutes, you know, unassailable lead. Unassailable lead. Unassailable yeah. lead. But uh, 23rd of December, the last thing you expect at half six is uh, a group of middle-aged men coming in demanding the court for a game of badminton. And yeah, the game got, the court, David Curley actually... Never booked the court correctly. Oh, and so the boys even have it on the trophy as void. <coughs> Null and void. Null and void. Fuck. So that's my, I, I, I'm still pretty hurt about that. That's about 10 years yeah, ago for me. That is. But uh, the real answer is, of course, none of us were born, but John Carpenter for, in 1978 in the FAI Cup final. And look, we all know how that one ended end up. Well, Johnny Carpenter, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, Sean Dave been taking down the replay of a nav and there, I thought it was a penalty all day. Through the same biased. <coughs> I've also got one when playing with Keyside Rovers. We were down in the bottom division and Abbey were at the top in their pomp. We started the game with 10 men. We went 1 0 up somehow with 10 men. And then we got to 11 and we held them out. It was an absolute siege now. They were <laughs> it was like Dundalk at loan. They must have done everything but score. And then thought we had it on 90th minute. And the linesman was cup semi final because you remember if you won your d- d- league, price will happen, you got to a cup. Yeah, yeah, anyways. Yeah. So, um, and um, the linesman, the Farsi put the flag up for offside. I think the ball came out to Lee Marshall on the edge of the box, and he was kind of just chipping it back to our keeper, Stephen McCormick. McCormick, yeah. And he let it kind of go by him just to waste time. And the ref, I won't name, just call him RF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when he seen the ball in the net, called the goal. And Holy War kicked off. <laughs> He got two men sent off and uh, the ensuing chasing off the ref. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, lost 2-1 next time. That's my greatest slight when justice, the Frank Kennedy Cup of 2004 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right, Roscoe. Uh, we are talking about this a bit beforehand. Um, you brought it up. I did bring it up. Like, well, we talked about it, yeah. Um, Jimmy Kilgallen, a man from out on screen. Uh, Kilgallen's stairs, I believe. I, I was out talking Bloody to him. good stairs. Yeah, out, shout out to the Jimmy Kilgallen, the stairs. Uh, he was telling me about the Sligo team that actually got to an All-Ireland final, um, beating Tipperary in, in the semi-final. But this is in Gaelic. They'd beaten Galway, Roscommon and Mayo in 1922. Um, but due to an administrative error in the uh, county final against Galway, um, they had to replay it after they'd won the All-Ireland semi-final and then lost the replayed final to Galway. Uh, Galway again, yeah. So, so an old paperwork error. An old paperwork error, It yeah. was actually described in the Irish News of 1922 as a flimsy. flimsy yeah, it was, it was, it was a <coughs> surname was spelled yeah. incorrectly. It was around Civil War time as well, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, what have been so a few strokes being pulled there. Yeah. Yeah. Slig or best in the war free times. Them at it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Roscoe. Fuck, yeah. Excuse me, sorry. I'm just so angry. Um, <laughs> um, Jesus, yeah. All-Ireland final. That would be their only senior learning final, so... Yeah. yeah. Good one, Jimmy Kilgallen. May you go up and down them stairs. That's a nice one. Um, right, next question. Dylan Monin, this is a good one. Um, greatest goal or try you've seen live or on TV or and on TV. And on TV. Um, <coughs> I was going to say, I had the O'Hara one. That's live. That's the obvious one. You know, it sticks out. It was such a goal, it was, in fairness, against Galway in the O'Connor final. Uh, I just said to you, Marty, then, kind of off, 
I was at a Champions League semi-final, United and Milan, 2007. Kaka scored a goal. He was outrageous that day. So I might go with Kaka versus he Man was United in Old Trafford. 2007. Yeah, I was. It was. It was a tricky one actually trying to think back on it. I went for a live goal as well, um, but Raf's first goal against Pats the day Rovers won the league. Oh yeah, you know he did the yeah. little drag back by your man and planted it into the corner. Uh, I love watching back that goal now. Even um, like the showground just erupts. Like I know the game went to three two in the end, but like once we got that goal, I think everyone kind of started believing that that was a, the. the, the that was going to be the day we won it. I love watching back that goal. The reaction of everyone down the railway and as the goal goes in is amazing. I suggest anybody to watch it on YouTube. Very good. Roscoe? I am going to just mix it up slightly and go with two drop goals. One that i seen over in Cardiff for uh, the Grand Slam decider, Ron O'Gara. Um, that was a pretty magnificent one, Ireland's first ever Grand Slam. And then the other one closer to home, uh, Michael Wells against Malahide. A couple of years ago, it was a, a clinching moment in the season to win the, the 2B, 2C League. So, going to go two drop kicks there. Sorry, drop just. goals, not says goals, yeah. Yeah, yeah very, that good. very good. Um, good, good. Good question so far, lads. I was laughing at um pain <laughs> we had from laughing from the first question. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Scotty Maguire, <coughs> what's each of your greatest Sligo five-a-side teams? So, a five-a-side team picked off Sligo characters or players. Marty. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. I read the question wrong, so I thought it said like five Sligo Leitrim players. So I, oh, right. Yeah. Five, anyway, I'll, I'll pick five. five, five yeah. I'll pick a good team of five, I suppose. Yeah. Um, the goalkeeper, I'd have uh, Paul Chango Scanlon. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, Shango. he's a character man, but plays for Manor now. Uh, for longevity, there he gets in as the best keeper. Uh, we'll go back to of maybe Yaw Merlin Jinxie. Right. That's Colin Jinx. It's mobile, not Jinxie Cat again. Not the Jinxie Cat yeah. to play for the Village Inn. No. Uh, then in kind of, I don't know how you play this formation. I'll put Gary Armstrong as the next guy, right. as a midfielder, just <coughs> give him the ball and let him do what yeah. he wants. And then up front, I'll have uh, ex-Rovers legend, Glenn Shannon. Shannon special. Absolute sensa good. sensational player on the pitch. Yeah. Um, I, I, must, I can read it half wrong as well. I went for five people who were connected with Sligo football. Uh, the Cat himself in goals, Willie Monaghan. Jungle Panther. Absolute Jungle <laughs> Panther, yeah. Um, save anything. But maybe not the ones you're expecting to save, but the ones you don't expect to save. <laughs> outrageous saving. And good crack too in the goals. There's some good days at Willie. Uh, one man, centre half. Wesley Charles. Yeah, but you don't need anybody else anyway. That's, That's it. Small pitch, five aside. Lee Marsh is going to sit in front of him. Right. Bellew's going to sit in front of him. <laughs> and then the top, <laughs> the mayor... The Undertaker of the town, Gino Boyle. Yeah, what a team. That's just straight yeah. spine. So, yeah. Spine is what I call Don't it. Don't even there. bother with things. No, it's going straight down. So, Willie Mann and Wesley Charles, Lee Marshall, John Bellew, Gino Boyle. That's a great team. Are we going to make a public request to Gino now? We've been talking. Yeah, we'll get Gino on. Yeah. It's a lot on the show. Football, there's wrestling, and there's politics. So, fit of everything. Gino, and we're bouncing. coming for you. And bouncing. And bouncing, yeah. Right, Roscoe. Look, obviously, I'm struggling <laughs> at this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to put John Bellew in there. It's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a yeah. of other teams. I should have put him in there myself. Friend, yeah. friend to us all, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with another man who's actually looking to play junior football this year. Not, on. not one of the greats, Gary O'Hare. Um, Very nice. He suggested Merville potentially as a team of suitors. He doesn't know yet, but I'm going to put him in the team. Has Gary Golden played junior soccer? Gary Golden has. Has, has he made appearances yeah, He's yeah. come on for us, yeah. He's played games for okay, us. Okay, well, yeah. he's, he's my third man. Um, and well, I have two more to go, do I? Two more, three. That's three. <laughs> and they can be yeah. adopted Leitrim men. 
Figure your pardon? They can be adopted leader men. Oh, of course. Like, have any any connection with Sligo, yeah. I am going to go for Philip O'Malley with two L's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philip has two L's, yeah. Two L's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to avoid any issues there. Uh, uh, at Sligo Philip, you might catch him out. Or at John Collins, John H. Collins 7 on Twitter. Well, hope, yeah, well, um, hopefully he's not a podcast critic. I know he's a TV critic, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll put him at the back because he'll swallow up anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes Number five Ross go, go. So Phillips and goals Right go on uh, <laughs> We get Dykes in there So we're rolling Dykes, Dykes yeah. Just to harass um, you there To finish things off Yeah He used to give a few shouts A few yeah. He used to always wear the action He'd be sad This week of Maradona Going as Argentina he would, yeah, jersey yeah. Uh, Dykesy Van, Van Dykeselroy Is used to Van call Dykeselroy, himself yeah. So who have we got there We've got Johnny Bellew Gary O'Hare no, in order. Harry Golden. Well, I want to see positions. I want O'Malley and go- you've got O'Malley and goals, right? Yeah, Filling the goals. goals yeah. <coughs> uh, we we'll put uh, Gary Golden at the at the back. Yeah. Uh, Gary O'Hare in midfield with Dykesy and John Bellew up front. Right. And Dykesy's a serious striker, actually. Remember when O'Connell Street was pedestrianised and <laughs> you could drink outside? And he's, we were drinking in Hergens one evening. And he right down with a. Fo- Someone was at the football. And he went, oh, we touch. <laughs> and he boots it. He goes smash when he hit it and straight through the window. Hergens and sure Bellew was working there. Like Bellew's getting all mention here. And like your man came out and said, "What the hell?" I said, Clearly wasn't us. It was nice there. He goes, "Bellew, you rat." <laughs> You rat! He was at the top of You rat! <laughs> and it was good correspondence so far, lads. Uh, number five. Uh, this is directly from Erty. Uh, top five chairman. Oh, because you're a chairman of Carter United. Oh, geez, on the spot. Top five chairman. How would you even? Um, I suppose in number five, I'd probably have Mark A. Milley, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the White House. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, an obvious contender. Yeah. Uh, number four, I'd have. The great man himself, Chairman Mao. Yeah. Uh, number three, I probably have the first actual chairman of the KJB. That was Felix Dejezny. Dejezny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a real good spy man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, before you go on there, I was reading Dejezny's book last Thursday night oh. before some big news broke and a few tips <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, nice. Hello to my friends in the KGB. Right, go. Uh, then in second, I'd have uh, the second greatest football chairman of all time, Jerry Block. Oh, yes. RIP. And then I suppose I'll just put myself number one in that. Yes. That's yeah. Fair? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. fair. Good. Very good chairman. I want to mention one, uh, Dave Calhoun. He's an obvious one, I know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, chairman of Boeing. Yeah. Um, he actually, right. he would make number six on my list. Yeah. David. Yeah. Uh, looking after you, Davey. Um, right. Donald Egan asked, sorry, Daniel Kelly asked that. Uh, Donald Egan asked top five sports. Roscoe, what's your top five sports? Oh, just, uh, we'll go rugby union, number one. Okay. Um, <laughs> soccer. We'll go just rugby league, WWE, and finishing off with a bit of... WWE sports entertainment, no. Yeah, of course. Still a sport. Still a sport. Yeah, okay. It's real to me, <laughs> goddammit. It's the phrase, isn't it? <laughs> That's what Bret Hart used to say, actually. <laughs> and uh, a fifth one. Uh, Jesus Christ, we'll go for a fifth one. Um, talking to the bloody Mike's into Tansy, the mic, Tansy, sorry. Tansy, come on, you've got my back there. Don't be afraid to shout, Tansy. <laughs> AFL, a bit of AFL. AFL, right, uh, very good. What were the fight there? Rugby, <laughs> rugby, soccer, soccer, rugby league, WWE, and AFL. AFL. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I'll go Gaelic football, one football, then a new love of mine, basketball. Oh, uh, the World Cup qualifiers on the win, as I mentioned earlier. I'm loving it. Uh, rugby. And something I fell in love with during the lockdown because it was the only sport that was on 
because the Russians always didn't care about COVID and the Ukrainians. Table tennis. <laughs> the amount of Moscow masters table tennis I watched online is absolutely masters. ridiculous. Masters, like they're not even moving and their shorts up to their oxters, I just say. <laughs> and they're just pinging over and back. So, table tennis is a new show for me now. I've gotten into it, I, I'm not playing it, so that's mine. Oh, the Ta- darts has forgotten my but go on. Beg your pardon? I missed my chance. The darts would have been in there oh, somewhere. Oh, darts, yeah. Uh, darts, as we used to call Darts, oh, darts. darts yeah. we'll, we'll bring that up game. another time, yeah. yeah. Right. That'll be a podcast in itself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would have went, so I go football number one. Yep. Uh, horse racing number two. Yep. Uh, golf number three. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know whether to put this in because I've kind of fallen out of love with it. But Gaelic football will make number four. Okay. Uh, still, a good. Still haven't got your rant gone yet. No, yeah. the rant will get. Then we get it in t- t- this evening actually. And then five actually, I'd be. Uh, and I've started watching it again a lot more this year. Uh, I'd be a big American football fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get back. I kind of was into it and I can't. Um, yeah, I was. I about all five oh six. I started watching it. I got a uh, Madden for the PlayStation. Didn't uh, know the rules yeah. before that, and that's that's what got, got me into it. Fell out of love with it for a few years, but last two years now, it's, it's, it's great watching, I think. It is, yeah. It's a big time-consuming thing, though, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, I, don't want, I might do table tennis out there. I don't, don't, know, do I don't know. Like, I, I, I actually, you know what I really do like? I, I love like watching, more time to think about I it properly. Like, I like watching, I love watching uh, Rugby League, not Super League in England. Oh, NRL. Yeah. Uh, NRL is like I get up early. I actually do get up early to watch that. Yeah. It's on the Friday or Saturday morning. A big different sport. It's, 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 it's outrageous. Yeah. Um, so... Ah, Nicholas Kolovkov, the Masters table tennis <laughs> champion. I'm sorry, you're gone. <laughs> I'm going to put NRL Rugby League in for my North fight. Right. Um, question. Good, very good question. Need more time in these questions, lads. Too, yeah. <laughs> I think that's all that side. Uh, one more from an old texter here. It's a long-winded one again. Mm-hmm. I'll read it to you. <clears throat> good evening. Yo, he's very polite, actually. Uh, hello, gang. Two weeks ago. Hello and good morning. One week. So this is good evening. <clears throat> I'm just wondering what your opinion is on adult rollerblading around Sligo. Several times I've seen a grown man, likely in his mid-thirties, spending his afternoons rollerblading through the sidewalks. At, this is an American man. Rollerblading through the sidewalks of the main road around Sligo, often weaving in and out between cars, waiting at traffic lights. He often has the audacity to use the bonnets of the cars as his own drum set while blading past. Should adult rollerblading be allowed on the Sligo streets? Or should the good motors of Sligo open their doors as they see him approach in the rearview mirrors so that he'll crash into them in the attempt to put a stall to his gallop? Should it be deemed acceptable to leave an outstretched arm when passing him on the streets to clothesline him to the ground? <laughs> Someone needs to put a stop to his rollerblading vigilante before our children look up to him and view him as a beacon of hope. Pascal, 67, in Drummish Kabul. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot to take in from Pascal. Uh, I suppose he raises in some uh, big points there. I think we know who Pascal's talking about. Yeah, I think we do. Who we've all been uh, paid witness and have experienced this man rollerblading bias. Um, infuriating is is the first thing that I always think when I see him go past me. Um, before you think this isn't actually one of us who sent this message in, yeah. it's definitely it's one of the lads who got accosted by him out walking his dog last week because he wasn't on a lead while your mum was rollerblading in the dark. <laughs> um, and he, he had and a, quite a go at him for yeah, <laughs> now he's obviously holding a grudge yeah. okay. uh, he's using us as a way of getting it out um, yeah, maybe yeah. we might put that one out to the, the yeah. has anybody else actually had experience of this well, I played the bongos on my, on my yeah. bonnet one day on my booth when they did now in fairness to him and he got a pretty good tune out of it yeah. <laughs> um, but he just, he's going to get knocked down the yeah. nerd shout has been thrown out the window before them Nerd. Yeah, the yeah. Simpsons, that's nerd. nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. 
Um, he's pretty nifty on his legs now. He's a big man as well. Like he's he not a, a small man. man. Yeah, yeah. He's very graceful for a big man. Um, might put that out, guys. Uh, what do you think about Rollerblade guy? He came up on Twitter about two years ago, maybe, and there was people giving out about him. Yeah, and then someone jumped in and defended him. Jordy kind of reminds me of. I, I stood back um, for a second and thought, yeah, he is a good guy. Remember Frank the Tank in old school. Yeah, remember that when he gets the the ribbon. Oh yeah, and he used that as his, his part right. of his. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just, that's, that's he kind of has. He's the, graceful. Graceful gymnastics. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, ribbon gymnastics. Yeah, uh, could have been a sport actually. Top five. Look, that's coming up uh, in January. I've got something in the pipeline there. I must tell you about later, lads. In the ribbon, <laughs> can't even say the word. Um, but Pascal, um, we can't really answer your twelve questions there. About I don't think anyone should put a halt to his gallop by clotheslining him out a window. I think that could be pretty dangerous. Or no. the door. We couldn't encourage that now. No, can't encourage I would. that pass. You would encourage opening <laughs> yeah. the door. I don't like the guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're coming back with... <laughs> that was some good correspondence, lads. I enjoyed keep that. Them, yeah, yeah, keep keep them them coming in. in. Um, going to come back with GA, lads. Chance here for Jesse Slime. Can he score? Yes! Slime goal! Okay, welcome back. Uh, GA time, lads. A lot happening. Um, a lot has happened again since we were here last. Sligo have a new senior manager, Tony McEntee, our Matt. Good appointment? Uh, yeah, like I suppose. It's a big name, you know. Um, it's probably someone, like they probably needed a name this time. Uh, I'd say there was a couple of locals might be disappointed that they didn't. Well, yeah. Um, definitely a good name and he's definitely looks like, he look, he's he won all Ireland's as, multiple Ireland's as a player, Club of Ireland's, then uh, as a player with Armagh, won a senior All-Ireland obviously, won uh, two All-Ireland's as a manager, two Club of Ireland's as a manager as well, and was with Mayo in our finals as their backroom man. It's a great pedigree. Like, uh, so he has everything there and he has a big name and you'd say it, but I'd only say, <coughs> so that's, it is a good point in that way, but the circumstances of who else was in for the job maybe, a few people were kind of shocked to hear it announced uh, that Eamon O'Hara <laughs> didn't get the job. Yeah, yeah, and look, you can like we know now that he was he was definitely in in you know he he wanted the job this time definitely. Yeah. Um, five county titles in a yeah, row. What, what more can the man do? But unbeaten, he'd never lost a league game even with them yeah. in the five yeah. games. So. It, sorry, for anything, this isn't any dig at Tony. Oh no, no, as we said, serious thing, but. I don't know when 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 Paul Taylor left, and Eamon O'Hara said he was um, interested and he was interviewed. It probably should have been his job, in my opinion, and with a lot of people's opinion, a lot of people were very shocked to see. You say what more could he do? I don't know how. I think it's like Liam Maloney, Sligo Gander had a, a thing last week with their their championship run over the five years. They played thirty games or something, so they won twenty eight through two, and then adding the many league games, you're touching. To 10 league games a year, 50, 80 games unbeaten. <laughs> and his playing career. <laughs> and then the playing career to back that up, yeah. So um, I, there's, I've been chatting a lot of people uh, about it, an awful lot. And they're just kind of, well, they are shocked with the announcement that Eamon is not the manager, but it's done now, I suppose. Yeah, and like, I suppose you got, you have to, you'd have to give your man McEntee now a, like a chance on his own, Mark. Oh, no, well, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, no, I'm definitely yeah, excited yeah. about Tony McEntee. Like, that's, I want to. Yeah say it out straight away and I think everyone I've chatted to has said the same thing it actually is still a <laughs> very good appointment yeah I think I think uh, like look I think there's a lot more wrong with Saigo football than who's going to be the manager anyway you know so <coughs> like there's probably a lot of things that need to change and maybe it might take an, you know it might take an outside influence that wasn't him not hard to, to maybe be able to shake things more within the county board there you know well that's the possible thing as well you had uh, Paul Taylor there so you have an outside influence as you say doesn't know the players 
I would say it's a bit of fresh slate, but it's not because Joe Keane, who was the trainer the last two years of Paul Taylor and Sean Boyd S&C are in as part of McEntee's backroom team. Keane would have been uh, with McEntee when he's with Mio. So they're obviously familiar with each other. And when Paul Taylor resigned, I don't know, as a request of the players or the county board, whoever, would Joe Keane stay on anyways? So once he was staying on, I suppose it should have showed that if he wasn't part of him and Harris proposed backroom team, that... They were leaning that way. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's how I kind of look at it that way. Um, but it is it is exciting because um, look at his pedigree, Jesus. Yeah, oh no, like I, I think like you know, like as, as names go, I think it's it, it's a pretty big appointment. So like I you know I can see why there is excitement and optimism, and <clears throat> I would um, as I say, I just think he needs like there's going it's probably like it's going to be a couple of years before you see I know you've said before that if this team sticks together that they have a chance of doing something down the track like but he's probably going to need a couple of years there you know in order in order to yeah. impose how he wants to play build a style of football and hopefully build a better level of actual standards around the county how many itself. years he's down for three years he's now Mayo spoke really highly of him as well Lenny and Mayo so it's, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's something to look forward to he's down for three years um, Division 4 is not going to be easy this year at all People thinking that it's just going to happen and uh, go with Division 4. Mickey Hart has managed her own. Loud. Loud, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 18 years ago. Sorry, yeah, obviously. Mickey Hart's gone to Loud. Um, Enda McGinley from Tyrone is managing Antrim. Leitrim have come down with Terry Highland. It's in, um, like the, the managers down there in Division 4, the quality, like they're all going to want to hit the ground running. They're all going to get out of it. So it's just got, not going to happen for Sligo like that. And I feel <coughs> this thing with Sligo being down Division 4 and everyone saying, oh, we should be out shut me in Division 4 thing. I think you need to reassess some signs. And look, we are in Division 4. If you don't get out, not the end of the world. If you can build something, as long as you're not <laughs> being beaten in all oh, the yeah, four yeah, games. Yeah, like, yeah. I know getting up would be great and it's what you want. Um, but it's going to be very difficult next year with, uh, with I suppose, you'd be looking for the bounce of a new manager, but your four other teams nearly haven't <laughs> that same bounce. bounce. Well, so, yeah, yeah it'd be difficult. Um, the GA said during the week, two weeks ago was that they were thinking of running off the county back in February getting it going again but now they're talking of running the club off first so county might be back till July so I don't know if that happens I don't know I don't think county managers just appointed will be too happy with that yeah. <laughs> when does Tony McAdee get hold of his players um, so they're talking about playing club from February to July it was in the Irish Examiner the other day I kind of half read it to be honest but yeah they're talking about running the club off first but now I presume though as well that uh, the club leagues the county players might be available to that so they will be with their county well, yeah, okay, and then yeah. play the championship um, I'm not sure they'll have the they'll have the structured they'll have the structured soon anyways because it's December tomorrow and never mind counties going back but clubs go back in January and some clubs would nearly back this time of year the way they are sometimes um, so yeah it's uh, what was I going to say there was something else about them um, Oh, I can't think. Yeah, well, he'll have returning players like Niall Murphy will be back in the fold. Obviously, that's a massive, massive boost. Um, players come back. Like, this year, like, I was just thinking today, like, Murphy, Adrian McIntyre's loss can't be... Like, he's, it's a massive loss. Like, it's, it's he wasn't there with Sligo this year. So, no, there's definitely a lot to look forward to on that front. Um, yeah, just got a question in as well. Uh, Going to read it out there. Uh, what's a realistic expectation for Tony McInnes and Sligo J next year back to Division 3 football at least or the championship backdoor run um, well I said there I, I think it's going to be very tough to get back to <laughs> Division 3 so can I answer that a minute ago 
I think it's 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 obviously going to be his target though. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, definitely is the go division. Like you're not looking to consolidate in division four. I'm just saying it won't be the worst thing in the world. No, no. But in a an out run in division four and just fall short. Championship the, run. Yeah, the back. Yeah, I, the, well, the new for the, the same. Sorry, I'm hitting the mic there. The GA ain't overly clear on what's coming out. Um, 15 December. That's what I was going to say. I was supposed to say the announcement, but. <coughs> They're on about the Talton Cup next year, which is for Division Three four teams who don't get to their provincial final. Finals, yeah. So the only way Sligo would have a backdoor run is if they get the provincial final. That's all well and good if you draw London. And no, Leitre. sorry, no guarantee. Yeah, but would Sligo be Leitrim these days? No, no, well, yeah, yeah, fans 50, yeah, yeah. So like backdoor run is thing. So it has. I, I think Sligo had to be more league focused. Um, on the next two years, really, and then build. Well, sorry, yeah, he's he's next league campaign, then a championship win, and then the next league campaign is very important. That's two league campaigns, and then you're thinking of building the championship team. What you want to hit and what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose like in like you know within Connacht, that especially for Sligo, like the draw is a big thing now. You know, cause, well, like fair enough, it's going to be a fifty-fifty game against Leitrim, yeah. but like there is a way to get to a like a provincial final oh, by just is, beating yeah. Leitrim. But I know Sligo, the lads don't fear anyway. I know for a fact they never do, no matter how bad things go. And Sligo over the years have never, even when they're in Division Four, have never. Yeah, ever, but I, I just think that even the gap the, has extended. Though. Extended, yeah. I, I think the days of like them getting them kind of two or three games on the bounce qualifier runs, like the likes of, uh, I remember there a couple of years, well, it's about three, four years ago now. I remember Clare beating us out the gate yeah. there in Markovic. You know, a team that you would have thought. Would always be kind of 50 50 match no, for Sligo, they, they but they would beat us like the gate now, too. Sure, two midfielders around, right? Oh, the yeah, yeah, Brennan, the Brennan fella, yeah. And, uh, but uh, no, that's a good question there. Um, I was just thinking of Mickey Hart taking over at Loud. I don't know what he can achieve at Loud. He, he can't win a provincial title, no, no. Loud were in Division 2 two years ago, you know, and they've had two relegations, two relegations, yeah. So they've been in Division 2 recently. So is the max he can do is get not to Division 2 and keep them there, but sure, that, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Didn't waste any time going for it anyways. But how do you, how seriously do you think the people like how do you how do you, like we've seen before with the Toby Murphy Cup or whatever it was called oh, back I in can't the day? How that. seriously are these teams I gonna take that? The I've tried a few players, I don't think they're overly keen on it. No. Like you, you talk, talk about marketing it and playing before an order and final, but like Sure. Who cares? Yeah. I don't like. No. I know we're not the players, but like you, you want see, I think didn't you want to play against the best? It's like having it's stubborn this weekend. You want yeah, to play, yeah. play against the best. And your Tipperary are division three team. Yeah, and so are Cavan. Cavan, yeah. So, 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 so they wouldn't have been, you know. Well, if Cavan and Tipperary didn't get their league, their championship, never mind winning it, didn't get their finals last week. And both could have been out before. Do what do we know? Yeah. yeah. Well, Limerick should have been tip. Yeah. And Cavan should have been out twice anyway. Yeah. Close <laughs> yeah, enough to three times. Do you know? Um, I something that was on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. It'll come to me later. Um, but yeah, Tony McEntee is the new manager. Uh, best of luck, Tony. Maca. Maca. Macatack. Macatack. The boy. From South Armagh, uh, across Midland, um, hopefully he brings some across Midland success. <laughs> um, but Eamon O'Hara disappointed, and yeah, I'm sure he is disappointed. Don't know where he goes now. Is it back to Torla Strand? I don't think he achieved much more. But I, the only thing I've seen back to Torla Strand is did no Connacht club this year. I would say him and the players want to give that a right. A right. Don't want to in Connacht. No, not no, not in the last five years. No, no. Okay. no. The yeah, draw I, this year actually was. I might the wrong way around if it went ahead, but the quarterfinal was London. Or Leitrim and the semi final was Leitrim, so it was eight, one way around. So it was Leitrim London, there was all those stepping away to Sligo champions to get to a con final. final. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it'll be the same next year if the if the club finals go ahead. But uh, yeah, so um, it'd be interesting to see where Imnahara pops up because he was interested in a Sligo job. So does he back to a strand or can't seem going for it again, can you? Ever? Wanted, you can't seem wanting to go for it after No. That. 
No, I can't. I can't. I won't, yeah. No, I, we, look, I, I said again, nothing is so exactly, yeah. and everyone has their own decisions. And I'd say the players are delighted with the appointment, as they would have been if it was him. And, but um, I can't see him going for again, no. Why, like, what more can he do? Does he go seven or eight years on beating? Don't know. Anyways, gee, uh, ranty. You go on your rant. When are you going on your rant? Uh, next week. I nearly <laughs> got into it there. I was very close to it. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't even know what it's about, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Well, I'm just going to go for something. I'll wait for time. <laughs> right, go on. Right, okay, just first thing, right? This right. is one of a million things. I was saying there about the county board structures, right? This year in the county championship, they, they happened to stumble across a format, right? Previous years... What do you mean? There, in previous years, right, there's 10 teams playing senior championship, yeah. right? Two groups of five. Yeah. And four teams qualify out of five out of each group. Yeah, you'd be surprised counties to do that. But anyway, that's ridiculous. It, it, it takes a whole competitiveness. You could lose three games and draw one and qualify for a quarterfinal, and you've got absolutely no benefit over the team that's finished top of the other group. Yeah. I assume that's how they, they play it off. Yeah, that's your reward for ending yeah, top. Yeah, 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 it's playing the bottom thing. Yeah, yeah. But sure, that bottom thing could just hold back to the last game. You don't have any advantage like home. Like, a simple, like, the way I'd run the championship, right? They, they got lucky with it this year. I'd probably just go a step for, further, right? Very easy. Two groups of five. Yeah. Winner tops the group straight to the same final. Yeah. Okay. Second and third in each group play each other. A quarter final. In a quarterfinal, they had that. They had that around. They had that in. Well, why? But why? Like why? They had that. I know. I know. I know. I know. Right. Okay. They had that in 2011 and, give, and 12. You give tangible. You give you give benefits to the team. So the, the team that wins the group. Yeah. No, that's it. Had yeah. They go straight to the final. That's their benefit. The team that finishes second gets a home tie in the quarterfinal. Yeah. If your ground's not good enough, move it to the nearest ground. Or All right. Whatever you have yeah, to think of. Right. Good idea. Fourth. Go off and enjoy your holidays. And fifth in relegation. <laughs> fifth in relegation. They had that, yeah, a few years back. Well, why, I, I why think the complaint that? was that the, the team that topped it had to straight to the yeah, centre. Well, I, I go way around that too. Right, go ahead. <laughs> but like, you, so you said it out, okay? I, I've talked to a couple of players about this. I work with a couple of lads that play for a club in Sligo. I won't say who it is. But they can't play. No, it's not St. John's. <laughs> no, it's not. It's out the country. Uh, but like it's very simple, and then sorry, it takes about fifteen weeks to run off a championship with ten teams in it, because you're playing games. You're playing five games that really don't make a difference to anything, because four teams are qualifying. Because I'm not including this year's championship, which was probably the right format. Okay? I'd say it will stick with this year's. I'd say it will. Yeah, I don't think they will. I, I guarantee you they won't. I don't. They, they'll, they'll stick with it if there's no crowds next year. If there's crowds, I guarantee you they'll want extra games. Not making right. much money for them they're not making, but they're making enough. Right. Anyway, sorry, my voice is kind of a bit high pitched here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it just annoys me. So you set out. You tell. You right at at this minute in time, I think it's pretty obvious. Like we aren't going to go any further in the middle of July. You set the first round of games on the August Bank Holiday, or the week after. Let people enjoy their Bank Holiday. Yeah. You've got ten weeks there to run off a championship. Yeah. Okay. Instead, you start probably the week before the August Bank Holiday. You're playing games on Sunday nights at seven o'clock and half seven with lads having to go back to fucking. Dublin or wherever they are around the country. I, I think that stopped. I that was shit though. That was brutal. Right. Was well, brutal. yeah. So anyway, you play it off. You, you have your two games. Have a gap week. Have your two games. Have a gap week. Have another week game. The quarterfinals are played the week after the last group game. Right. So the semi-final winners don't have that disadvantage. You take out replays until the county semi-final stage. Yeah. You put a two-week gap in county final championships over in ten weeks. Really Lads nice. can go enjoy themselves. And this crack a fella's been back in January. <laughs> Lifting weights and running up and down fucking mountains. That's Carton you're talking about. <laughs> 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 to, 
play games that don't even matter. Like, Marty for Sligo GAA moderator. Fuck you. The moderator. The moderator. No, no, I get you. I get you. I think you're dead right that the house stumbled upon it this year. It's something about I could not get my head around. You could lose three games out the gate by 35 points. I could be wrong here. I think I think in Leitrim had the same thing. They did six they did six teams in each group and five went through or something. No, that's not right. That's not right because I went to quarter. Sorry. But so even after what? Did I, the same. But St Mary's ended fourth in their group. I, I wonder. I got to, no. I got to a county final. Yeah, yeah. But like that could easily happen here. Yeah. Like, Harps. We well, lost two last year and drew one in their group and got to, two years ago and got the county final. We played shit yeah, and yeah. then got quarters. But teams. But that's what I mean. Turned it on. It, like, it, yeah. It's not like you could if you win. Say. Say it was you this year. Go your group. Yeah, there's four teams. There's four teams qualifying. Yeah. You win your first game at home to I don't know a team of a similar level, Callery, say right, and you beat Callery. It's like right, well that's it. Callery can only get maybe three wins, yeah, yeah. you know. And and there's like I think they've got the county's not strong enough to have twelve senior teams, and eight is probably too few. So I think ten. Oh, ten it, is right. Ten is an awkward number, right. but it's very simple. I did it. Did it out on a sheet. You can have the championship done in 10, 11 weeks. Lads can pick and decide. When they like fellas don't have the option of when they go on, on holiday. No. It's like the time committed to it for just very little reward. And I just think it'll help improve standards. Like so many of them championship matches when four teams out of five are qualifying are uh, just dead rubbers. Uh, I, like, I found our group very competitive this year. Th- exactly. Like, like that game against Callery. But how many one point games were there in the championship this year? There must have been I watched like I, I would have watched like if, if yeah. you could I haven't gone to championship games. Semi final against Cliff was one point game. Like, we lost, yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone to a club championship game that had them in Callery in I don't know how long, but I would have went this year. Do you know, the two semi-finals this year are pointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, we, I, I under, I hear you what you're saying, group, we'd always, like, we're in the group, we started here where you said, just go with the group, just go with the group, no matter how you get out, doesn't matter how you get out, because it's a new, I feel it's a new competition once you get out with the group. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just go out no matter how you get out. That's the thing, you're wasting your time with lads, not, like, having to stick around here and not being able to go on holidays or have a fucking pinter, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't believe in that whole. No, no, I don't know. I'm not. No, I'm taking that as a bad example. No, they just have, you you're training. If, if, know, you're, yeah. if your team that even gets to the quarterfinals, say you finish fourth <sighs> in your group, you've trained all year since January to lose three games in the championship, maybe draw one, and then lose a fourth, and then that—that's you know what I mean. And somehow you've got to a county quarterfinal. Ah, it's all right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Now, there's rant one, rant. one. Rant one is down. Okay, <laughs> we'll be back. Okay, we are going to Europe, Marty. Confirmed. Slight, slight disappointment the weekend, though. Lost 2-0 in Tala. Yeah, um, I suppose like the day was kind of one of kind of mixed emotions. Um, I liked what the club did last night. They actually put out the tweet. There was a, see the tweet with Tommy yeah. Gorman? Yeah, it's very good. And um, I think it just, just you know, it, it can get that way even though we lost the game. You know, we're still ending the season on high. We qualify for Europe. Um, on the game itself, I suppose... I like you know, I remember. I, I just remember thinking before the game kicked off, like you know, don't concede early. The league game we played up there, we conceded early. We conceded a second at a bad time. Uh, we conceded, but it took us 10-15 minutes. I don't know if it was a bit of a hangover from the hundred and twenty minutes on last Wednesday. Slog. Slog. Yeah, but I I don't know. Um, we just we started very poorly. Now them two clowns doing the commentating, John Kenny and <laughs> Stewie Byrne. Like what were they talking? Like, <laughs> Body language, isn't it? I don't know what game they were watching because like we actually from about. 
15, 20 minutes on, you know, we were creating putting all the chances. Yeah. yeah, we were putting... Now, in fairness to Shams, like, they did kind of sit back. I'd say they were happy with their goal lead. But we created three <coughs> really good chances between 25 minutes and half time just before they got that sucker punch of a second goal, you know? But the two lads were talking as if we were a public team coming up to Dublin to, you know, to play the, yeah. the greatest team that ever fucking walked. Um, yeah, uh, like... Timing of the goals Really just, bad Yeah just, just Yeah the start of the game yeah, it, was, it was an awful goal From a corner time. Yeah and then the goal Just for half time I mean We were putting a bit of pressure On just for that Yeah like Cochrane Had a good chance uh, Junior had a, a half chance You know we were actually We were knocking the ball Nicely at that time Just it was It was a bit of a silly mistake For the goal And McInef ran through And you just can't give him That space He just ran through And buried one into the corner From 20 yards But I suppose You wanted kind of a reaction In the second half Like the, the time we played Up there in the league We kind of folded In the second half And Took a bit of a tonking, but in the second half again, look, the lads they, they stuck at it, and like again, I hate fucking saying it, but Shams are a good team, you know. Yeah, and uh, they're very. So good never, team. They, were, they were never in trouble, really. Why they, like? they? You could see that. Now, I, I don't know if they had more gears to go through, but yeah. you know, like we did again, we created chances in the second half, and we were looking likely, but um, again, you just have to remember we've. Like, of where it came from, like that was mentioned many times this night on social media and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, of where we've come, like, come from to get to you know, we're getting to Europe. Hopefully now it's in a position we've seen Ed McGinty signing the contract. Yeah, two year um, contract, big edge, them pants. Two, them pants are the lucky pants, yeah. Massive standards. momentum now, isn't it? You know, so yeah. I assume there's going to be um you know, we're gonna be looking at probably a couple of signings over Signings are crucial now. Yeah, I think we're gonna we will have to develop a bit of a squad. I think we'll start this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we'll be like and I I think we'll be active as well. We probably can plan a bit better than other teams because we have the guarantee of the European money now. Um so <coughs> Look, I, I although it was disappointing to lose, I think that disappointment for a lot of people like it wore it wore off a lot quicker than a normal cup semi final defeat to Shams would. Yeah, that's what I noticed tonight. Yeah, like just the reaction wasn't there wasn't no downbeat. Like usually, no. if that was a season ender and there was no Europe or whatever, and in a normal season, if it was a season ender, you had a mid table, you'd be like, "Geez, where was the fight?" Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. But no, look, no, you yeah. can't. The Athlone trouncing seemed to cheer everyone up. Jesus, <laughs> that match was. Uh, it's a pity we didn't get them in the semi <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Do you know, and let Dundalk. Um, how was that match on the TV and the Rovers one wasn't? It was Zoom <laughs> because Rovers had to go on League of Ireland because of the hurling on and uh, rugby at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that was. On, but I, I think, right. the, like, no. it was like RT wanted to get the game out there first. So Rovers didn't qualify for the final until Wednesday. So they decided, oh, oh let's put on Dundalk. Because yeah, they yeah, must have had the game for 640 with the sport that was on during the day. And they never, they always showed the two, uh, from come back 20 years, yeah, two FA Cups of the always on. First time since 2004 I've seen someone quote on it. It didn't make any sense. Like, you could have played. Or shit. You could have played tonight. Do you know? Yeah, true. Well, the final's on Sunday. The final's um, on Sunday, yeah. But yeah, just a bounce of the ball. Going, like, a bounce oh, of the ball. Oh, going to be on TV. Oh, 11 <laughs> <nil>. Damn. <laughs> a bounce of the ball between the sides up in that low and uh, yeah. could have went either way. Um, 11 nil. To the Lily White, so that puts us into Europe. Um, yeah, and look, that and that's I, I seen. Uh, judging by Twitter, there's going to be about two thousand people heading off to Europe. There will be. Yeah, Strandhill Airport is reopening. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I tell you what, I, I just I, I will put it out there. It is like I I'm, actually took it, I took it for granted at the end of the good times the last time. Yeah, that you just think I oh, will qualify for Europe any year. I won't go this year. But it is one of the best things you'll ever do. And right. I think with the gap... Sporting your own it, team, like ah, oh, nothing like it. Going away to some. <clears> I app. went to Sports United in Lille. Man, you like obviously United aren't local yeah, side, yeah. so uh, <laughs> it was serious experience. And we went to Wembley for Murderfield Spurs, yeah. so went with the United fans away, and, and like, yeah, yeah. you know, great. Except for when you went Gary Clancy, yeah. issue, but, <laughs> but sorry, that uh, I can't believe I can't imagine that even compared to going with a lot of characters. No, yeah, characters, like, I remember, characters, yeah like. we were in where was the, the place in Ukraine, Poltava. Um, that was I was on about that story last week. 
But there must have been, I think there was like 200 Rovers fans over there. And like, it was unbelievable because they had played, somehow with the way Ireland's coefficient was in time, we had automatically qualified for the third qualifying round. They were a seeded team in the second qualifying round. They bet ported down the week before in the first, in right. the second round. So I think they just thought, ah, we'd show up and beat these clowns. So <laughs> the way in, the Ukrainians were like, oh, let's swap scarves, let's do this, let's do that. They weren't and angry at all. No, they weren't nice, angry nice at all. Guys, yeah. And then the, the game finished in it all. And it was one of the, uh, honestly, it was the best, like, Best singular performance by Joseph and Doe I've ever seen. He absolutely... He's playing at his level. Oh, he was unbelievable. <laughs> and Raf had a great chance and Kirby missed an absolute sitter. But we drew nil all anyway. And um, I'll never forget, coming out then, the mood had changed from the local. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to be bused back to the hotel we were staying in. And I never forget, there was the Ukrainian TV cameras were in there and we were all jumping around the place singing and dancing. And Cookie was there having a pint. <laughs> and he's, oh, it was unbelievable. But um, I don't know what happened, but a committee member came in anyway and they, they, must have, they must have missed the bus back to the hotel, right? So a committee member had come in saying, oh, I'm after, some fellas after knocking my glasses off there, right? <laughs> right? We were like, what? And he's like, yes. And he's like, oh, some local, they're angry with the result. So Jerry Carr heard about this. Big Jerry, Jerry, yeah. Jesus. Big Jerry goes, well, we're not taking this lying down. Let's get up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> led by the assistant manager, we marched up the middle of the street in Poltava. Big tough men. <laughs> up the middle of the street in Poltava, fine combing for these glasses, which I think we found in the end. Oh, you were looking for the glasses? We were looking for the glasses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have it. We had the protection of Jerry Carr. Yes, I think that. We got no hair, but we don't care. Jerry, Jerry Carr. Um... <laughs> But anyway, so I think when, I, I can't remember did we find the glasses, but it was back to the hotel anyway, singing, dancing, and cheering for the night. It went down long into the night, but yeah, there's like what other football yeah. club would you get yeah. your assistant manager? It's going to be good. There's to be more than two hundred going this. Time. Oh, there, oh, there'll be way. Uh, no matter where, year that was in and yeah, no matter where we got drawn, I, I think this time. Um, and again, I would advise any single Rovers fan is and start saving your money. It's it'll be the best thing yeah. you experience probably as a Rovers yeah, fan. I'm gonna go. Hope the GA season isn't on. Then if you are. You, you can train yourselves, Calera, around that. <laughs> Under my championship method. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to play a cup winner, aren't we? We're 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 going to go qualify as cup winners. Yeah, I need to. It's 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 it, again. It's a bit, I need to do some research that into could it. Be wrong, but that, that would mean we'd be in Europa League one then, wouldn't it? Wouldn't no, it I there there is there there is. It's a bit early anyway to be looking yeah, because know, of our well, most league. a lot of leagues when we started. We'd have, like, there's a couple of Rovers fans that are really good on it. Egg, I see. Yeah, egg, egg, is, egg is a bit. Egg's a there. great man for following your man. He like, tags someone random last night and I tried to find out who he was. Bert Cassie, yeah, yeah this, who's he? This guy is like Mister UEFA coefficient. I think his life is dedicated to like coefficients. He works for football managers. I don't know what he does, but he's a great. Anyway, you'll have a good idea because I remember the time that speaking of that pole have time we qualified for the third round, but. Whoever was in the Europa League final that year, I think it was like Porto and Braga. That was in Dublin? Yeah, so Porto had already qualified for Champions League. So by them winning that game, that qualified us for this third qualifying round. Right. Okay. <laughs> but Egg knew that before he tweeted about it and a couple of like journalists picked it up in Ireland that okay. it actually could have implications. So right, right. I will keep an eye on it. And like nothing will probably change between now and April or May. It's going no, Save actually your money. So the draw is not. Save your money. The draw won't be until the first week of June, probably the second week of June. Ah, uh, yeah, and I should hopefully I'll have about six or seven vaccines in me at that stage anyway. <laughs> oh, you can say six, seven, six or seven grand. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's good. Look. It's good to be cheerful after losing a cup semi-final, isn't yeah, it? Again, yeah, I don't think I'd ever heard. Like I was, I must say, I was disappointed watching yeah. the game, probably just with the manner of when we conceded the goals. But um, I feel myself once we conceded the first goal, I'm not no points. But yeah, I yeah, was, I thought it was over. Like really, yeah, it was. We didn't need. We probably didn't need to do it that stage. But it's. I think it's just like again, all credit to the club for the timing of that tweet last night. I think it picked everybody up. 
Um, and we're heading into uh, next year with big positivity, I think. Very good, yeah. Hopefully we'll be back. Um, you're back training tomorrow night, actually, aren't you? We are back. Thursday. No, we're going back Thursday. Right, Thursday. so good to be back on the pitch. That's it. We'll yeah. get more about junior soccer and your return as well. And hopefully some transfers by the time we're out next week. Okay, Ross, you're up next. Shane Horgan! Hello, Ross. Rugby time. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Let's go. Yeah, rugby time. Uh, good news. We're back tomorrow night on the, on the paddock. Um, paddock yeah. Back to the restrictions. Groups of 15, non-contact. Um, so, yeah, it's nice. Nice light at the end of the tunnel. We're all looking forward to getting back out there. Um, so you're doing two probably separate sessions, are you? Yeah, yeah. Two separate sessions. Two groups of 15. And um, we're just going to build. We're just going to kind of just get back there tomorrow night. Did, you, what did you say last week? Did they say to be back playing games in January? There's, there's no they're kind of been wishy-washy with the, the, you know, the announcements they've said to us that they anticipate that we'll be back playing games that, like there's not enough, AIL or anything no AIL, like games AIL in January now they came right. out with, a, a, with the road map today and the restrictions and guidelines but there's been one increase now that they made a recommendation for anyone that isn't a, a, a player or a coach, if they're like you know managers or what, they have to wear masks on the sideline. Okay. Yeah, or even when you're when you're not coaching, if you're not involved with a drill, if you wear masks. So that's just some little new thing that's been added to the thing. But that, that's fine. We'll we'll do what we need to do within the within the restrictions, and um, we're just going to get back into conditioning now and just building. We're 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 planning for that. We'll be playing in the night. Right. Funny one for you actually. You said that I was supposed to mention earlier, and just kind of my head there. Um, I ate my lunch in Galway today watching Connacht Academy train. Oh. Yeah, here we're going to various trend, actually. Yeah, um, So that's what I've done for about half. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you're listening to Water Logic, my 15 minute lunch break. Adrian's lunch. This week in the lunchbox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, um, reviews an air fryer. <laughs> um, no, sorry, I watched him train. So Huber was there, and they'd only, I think they'd, it seemed like back, they'd only sort of seven, ten players out on the pitch. Like, so. Yeah, well, they were, the senior side were supposed to play Ospreys at the weekend, yeah. but it was called off with a COVID scare. So that's the third game Connacht have missed now and is since the restarts with, uh, due, to, due to COVID. And I know, um, I think Leinster game was called off as well. Was I just thought it was interesting watching them, just watching, like, that's the academy standard yeah. train. So it's just, yeah, I enjoyed it, actually, to be honest. And I enjoyed my chicken sandwich. Lovely. So, what else, Ross? What else do we have? We just make note of a former uh, player of ours, uh, Dan Hawkins, over in. Uh, he's in a Kiwi fellow, came and played for us in the 2000 and 2012 season, 2011, That's 2012. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so that was our first season <coughs> back in the AAL, and uh, Dan came over to us. Um, had a, had a big impact. He's only a young fella at this stage now. Good player. Um, he, play, he played well. Um, we finished mid table in our, our first season back, so. Dan is a bit of a character, and I'm going to try and track him <laughs> down for a chat in a few weeks. Um, you got a tail off the cuff there, no? No, no, no. We'll, we'll leave that for when we get the <laughs> chat to him. So, no, Dan was playing in the Mitre 10 Cup final, so it was a, a big achievement for him. Dan's played over 50 games for Northland in, in, in that competition. Um, that was on Sky Sports last Friday morning, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were playing uh, Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay won in the end, 36-24, but um, it was their first final in 23 years. Um, so that was, okay. that was nice for him. Um, and then also just a, a shout out to Michael Wells and now the, the newly uh, Rihanna Wells, uh, former good. Sligo player. Well known um, around Sligo, the two of them. Yeah, lovely, absolutely lovely couple. So tied the knot there uh, in the last couple of days. So health, happiness and congratulations yeah. from good. the Sligo Way pod. We might send over some uh, bridal wife fronts. Bridal wife fronts. Good couple, nice couple. Yeah. Lovely couple. Known yeah. from the glass house and around there. Lovely. Is he playing? 
Uh, he was playing when he came back. Yeah, he's playing. He was, was he? playing Heartland actually, which is the level What's below um, ITM. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was playing. I think a little bit of Heartland when he went back there, and obviously playing some yeah. some club. Big footy. loss to. Yeah, Mike was sensational. Now yeah, he was, yeah one, one as good as as one as good as they got that we got in. Um, happy happiness, health, and wife runs to all the in, in New Zealand. Okay, <laughs> um, Roscoe had uh, Ireland match yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't great, poor was fair, it? Poor fair, poor fair. Yeah, that was uh, one of the hardest Ireland matches that I've had to watch in a long, long time. Do you think the style of play is because of Andy Farrell's rugby league background? Uh, yes and no. Like <clears throat> Mike Cat is the newly installed um, attack coach, yeah. okay? Like, confidence is a big part of it, okay? Like, so, they, yeah. they, they started off the first kick of the game, Billy Burns put a, a chip in o- over the top, okay? And we, it, it, was, it was relatively successful. Um, and I just felt that the Georgian defence kind of smashed the life out of them. And I think it was the same against England as well, you know, as Mike Tyson yeah. always says, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face, <laughs> right? But I think that's kind of what Ireland had in the last couple of games as well, is that they had a game plan set out and then they just got mauled and then they just went back to normal. Trucking so it up, trucking it up, trucking it up. Isn't it? No, it's, it's absolutely brutal, right? And, Look, it's, it's not comparable, okay, because we're nowhere near where we used to be at, or nowhere near New Zealand, but I watched the Argentina-New Zealand match Saturday on morning. Saturday morning, right? And, you know, it's, it's, it probably is a little bit comparable, Argentina-Georgia style of play, to, you know, but we're not anywhere like New Zealand, but New Zealand did their homework, they came out, they assessed where the, where the space is going to be, where Argentina was, and they, they mixed it up, you know, they got out the back door, they chipped it over the top, like, you know, they came in there with a game plan Variety. and they, they executed it. Ireland just went in there as if, and the same against England, as if they didn't know how they were going to attack, as if they didn't know how they, how they were going to have an aggressive, fast defensive line, and they just played into their hands. There was, there was no one. It's the on-field leadership um, for creating these opportunities or executing them. Um, it just—it's very strange though. Like he's not—he's had seven. He's had them since the two final Six Nations games. Like he is, yeah. And I mean, they keep talking about Sexton being injured and Henshaw being out injured, but like we have players. Ringrose, Larmer, I suppose as well. But like, I know they're four. They're four massive players, obviously. Yeah, but it's just it's just we keep doing the same things. Like if something clearly isn't working, why do you keep trying it? Yeah, um, how? Oh, look, look into that. I was say no, can the players play with Leinster and be able to do all this and that? And then come but I think we're just going through a bit of a, a conference crisis at the moment. Like the heads are down. I think like, Far was disgusted after the match and the performance. Scotland um, at home on Sunday. Yeah, it's a third like fourth place type game, isn't it? Well, I'd say we probably finished second in our group. Yeah, yeah we third so fourth. Third yeah. Fourth, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be a tough. I, I, you know, Scotland probably going to that favourites. <coughs> And the Six Nations comes around then in February. Now, the big thing is, okay, so there's no money on offer for this, okay? TV money for the for the broadcast. Okay, fair enough, thing. right? But there's no rankings or, or counted for this as well, okay? Why not? They're not tests. So no, no, such. they're, they're okay, not. They're, okay, okay. No, they're test matches. They're not going towards your World Cup right, seed in the ranking, okay? So, okay, he's going to get a, he's going to get a, a pass on this. He has blooded a lot of players. He's brought a lot of players in, okay? So he's going to get a pass on that, okay? There's some, some new young fellas coming through. Six Nations comes around... Okay, the IRFU has made it <coughs> one of its biggest losses of all time. Yeah, it's it's going to need to get a good result there in, in that Six Nations. England um, France are the home games. Yeah, but okay. So the thing about the England France matches, okay, France are kind of held hostage to the club game in France. So they have had an agreement with the French clubs that they are only allowed to use players in three internationals. Okay, what? and then they have to be released back to their to their clubs. So each player can only play three internationals. Yeah, so so you the France, pick and choose your games. France like. are pretty much putting out their B team against England now in the decider. So they'll have certain so, good players available for the six no, no, next year? Yeah, yeah, for the next joke. So they've, they've used their quota of player appearances. What over the fuck? Yeah, so basically this weekend, France are into the, the, the Autumn Nations decider. 
Yeah, no, and, yeah, and, I know. And it's yeah, going yeah. to be an absolute shadow team that they're putting out against England, who will be going into it fully, fully loaded. Would it go with the French last week? Didn't we as well or something? Uh, tra- air traffic control. Yeah. Strike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that was it. But look, we might uh, go down a little bit of memory lane. Can I just, sorry, yeah, I just don't bring, bring it up again. Um, like, you look at the equivalent of, of Andy Farrell in a different sport, Stephen Kenny. Yeah. Ridiculed and under pressure, and he hasn't won a game, so yeah, yeah. It gets a bit of that. If Farrell is a bad Six Nations, no, that's it. Yeah, no, that's is he it's gone? Uh, he, he potentially could be. Yeah, shouted there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, but potentially there's there's definitely pressure on him. Um, there's definitely pressure on him. like Farrell. He's, he's, he hasn't had much out and out head coach experience. It's not a new backroom team either. Like Mike Cat, Mike Cat's come in. Easterby's be, be reshuffled. I think Fogarty's still there. Yeah. Scrum coach. Um, it, there's there's you know Mike Cat is the is the newest addition. Um. So you're reckoning under pressure so I, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mike Cat, at least. The, the way the games are falling, like England and France at home, they're not gimmies, obviously. Yeah. And then you have to go away to anyone. Is it's, it, is, it is a worrying <clears> state. Um, it's a worrying state. No, the only saving grace, and I'm going to move on quickly, the only saving grace, I think, at the moment is Munster. Okay, look, look Leinster are obviously doing really well, bringing through other kinds, but I'm really loving the new youth coming through at Munster. Um, Craig Casey, Ben Healy, um, even Gavin Coombs, like you know, that's that's a new eight, nine, ten. That's the spinier team. The young fellas coming through. Uh, Casey looks to be such a little uh, exciting. Uh, he's like kind of Aaron Smith kind of type player, and um, Ben Healy, uh, the Shermanator, is his nickname. Actually, oh. I think it's a, a great nickname. The Shermanator is just uh, an American player. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go on. yeah. So <laughs> he's coming through as well, and, and Gavin Coombs, you know, some some nice uh, yeah, yeah. bringing some players through. So. Let's see. There's a bit of flair for the first time in a in a while as well, kind of. Yeah, they are. They're scoring points. Playing a bit more expansive. So, but the, yeah, then to your man, the, the Aussie fella that they have in there, Larkham. Um, Larkham is meant to be doing great things. But look, let's see some of them come into the side. But they're not going to blood them in the Six Nations. No way, no. no. So, so he is he's under pressure. Oh, he's under pressure. But look, just we're going to go back on the the Georgia match, okay? Ah, the Georgians <laughs> they got credit. It's yeah, they, that was their best. That was their best performance in the Autumn Cup. Like they're they're, they're a, start, a stout old feisty bunch. Soviet Union buckers. They seem to like playing us though. Yeah, yeah, the World, World, Cup, the World, World Cup, Cup, we struggled, yeah. yeah. I think we'll have to go on 10-7 or something. Yeah, Rogara didn't know where he was kicking that day. Is that yeah. the Stringer true and tr- Stringer true and yeah, intercept? Seven, Is that the that? one that did <coughs> Stringer and O'Driscoll fight at halftime in the change room? I blacked out. We were playing the Kilmacode Sevens at the time of Kilmacode <laughs> and they ran out of Fat Frogs and I blacked out, to be honest, in, in the, the Kilmacode bar. So, wow. the Georgians, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the Georgians. Um, so, <laughs> that brought me back memory lane. So, Adrian, you know this Who man. you know from Georgia? Al Kaka. Kakabar. Ah, yes. Kakabar. Yes. Kakabar, okay. He played in the Rugby World Cup, didn't he? So, yeah, to go into so it, okay. I played with a guy in the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, you did. You played in the Rugby World Cup. That's brilliant. So, so did Ross, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so basically, <laughs> we had a player that came to Sligo Rugby Club. This yeah. is back in the 2008 season. We had a guy rock up the training. An absolute character now, Marty. Character. Couldn't speak English, right? Um, Only could have came to Sligo. He's one of them type. You like, know, yeah, like yeah. He, he looked... Ancient as well, like, <laughs> like he looked ancient, okay. And uh, like he looked like kind of like well, you know, when England won the, the football world cup, like they all have the Nobby co- styles, Nobby styles, kind of the comb overs and the, the ball. This is what he was like, he looked ancient, right? We he'd never tell us what age he was. Joe uh, watches us say, Kaka, what age are you? And he'd be like, yeah, 33, 33. He's like, no more, 33. So well, I went back, I went to look. So this guy came back to training, right? And it, it turned out he was in uh, in Globe House, right? He was a Georgian refugee, okay. Yeah. okay? Um, I don't know how he even got out to the rugby club, but he, he got out to train with us, and he, like you could tell, this fella had a, a bit of had a bit of ball inside him. Yeah, his his distribution was unbelievable. His kicking from hand Remember, was yeah. sensational, yeah, and his place kicking. So, <laughs> some wild rumors now, but the, the big rumor was that he was on the run from Georgia, having <laughs> murdered a police officer. Ah, jeez, I never heard that one. That was the what? that was that was the rumor. Yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the time. <laughs> 
So you don't know if this is like a, some, a little bit of spice, a little bit of sligo thrown onto it then as well. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So he came out to us anyways, and um, this is how far Sligo Rugby Club has come along, right? But it was our first game of the season, and we're playing Buccaneers seconds, okay? And we bet them 22-15, okay? And Kaka kicked everything, for, like kicked Nicole, absolutely put on the master class, like I'd never seen place kicking like it, okay? Um, so Kaka did indeed, I googled him up here, he had 18 caps for Georgia, right? He played in the... three World Cup, was it? He played in the 94 World Cup. 95? Yeah, 95, yeah. So um, he was in South Africa? No, 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 the, the, was there not one, he played a game in Ireland, was the 90... 99? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he played from 1989 to 1999. He played, he got... He played in the 91 World Cup, so. I think it was yeah. 91, yeah. Where, where was 91? That was in England and Ireland. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. It was the 91 he played in because he played from 1989 to 1999 at Hazard Down. Right, so here's the funny thing. So this is the funny thing, right? He had 18 caps over 10 years, right? <laughs> 63 points. It says his date of birth on, on this uh, rugby profile, I think it was 1969. He was 39 when he played for Sligo. <laughs> he was 39 when he played for Sligo. And uh, I, I look back and did a bit of research. I, I, was, I was involved in the game he played in myself. I was on the bench. Um, Paddy Pearson and Mata Fafita made their debut for Sligo in that, that same game that Mata, he was playing in. That he played in, yeah. They made his debut. Ross Mannion was the tap captain at the time. Joe Walsh was the, Joe, Joe Walsh was the coach. Um, so like Mata, he played a couple of games, did really well, but he was an absolute liability. He was like the monk, the red mist used to descend on him. He, yellow cards, red cards. He was a lunatic and he He's couldn't... He's a fucker, like he played he play the seconds as and, well. And he like. played seconds the next day, but like we're playing in matches, right? And he, he, he high tackle a fella, like WWE flying clothesline. And then like to the referee trying to like protest his innocence when a fella's decapitated on the ground, right? So he got the red card one day, wouldn't leave the pitch. He had to be walked off the pitch, right? So the match goes on anyways, and he, he left the sin bin, right, to, to go down to the bottom of the pitch to the other where the players were, and came from behind the goalpost back onto the pitch to fuck, go attacking the fullback that he got into the row with again. <laughs> came back in. So this is an absolute wild man altogether. But uh, Adrian, you were playing in this match. We were down in Westport, uh, playing against the Westport seconds, and Kaka oh, was no. playing... And he didn't have much English with him at all now. He had a couple no, of phrases. That was outrageous. So the referee goes, all right, where's your number 10? And we're like, yeah, there he is over there. <laughs> referee goes into a big, long-winded description. Like, you know, I want you to do this. Keep your, your defense line here and all this and you know, whatever. He goes, do you understand? And the goes, 180. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, all you could say was 180. Then all of a sudden, the changing room. Then, as soon as he said it, da, 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 oh, the referee's like, "Ah, fuck you, shite!" That was some crack. That was that game. We, we picked up Horn. Fergus Horn played that day. Yeah, we yeah, picked up a load of lads and went. He wasn't out, supposed to be playing. What? Right? His dad heard it in the radio. He was at Sligo at the time, still like. And we were out in Tosca. Oh, no, didn't we? We ra ra rang into Ocean Web saying that Fergus kicked all the points. <laughs> so, there was a front row at one stage of me, staff, and Fergus Horn. Oh, Bellew scored the best try out. Bellew, oh, was, again, Bellew best was playing as well. It's ridiculous, yeah. But we were out in Tosca night four, and it's like, oh, the rugby match, second in the morning. And like, we once all went to house party. And she went, oh, we'll go. The bus is picking up at the garage station at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So we all went. I went to Dunn's. And God, you can still get them in Duns actually. Magnums of Heineken. They look like the Man of the Match awards you get. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, in CAC, the we fake percentage of Man CAC. Yeah, the Man of the Match, the, 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 the formal presentation, yeah. So then, we, then we, we got the bus back to Sligo, got dropped off, and then he was just heading off by the Garda station. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with, with a Magnum of Heineken up the road. Like, uh, so where, did, where did he end up? So, so, so obviously back then, like, so our senior team was playing in the Connacht J1A, okay? 
So you can only imagine what division our second team were playing yeah. back then. Jesus. So oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It was like that Westport team. How like, would we beat them? We were, yeah, J two or something like that. Or fellas on the beer who never rubbing their lights. Yeah. Beating an adult team. <laughs> and that uh, was their first thing. And then yeah. it wasn't a jail. So we texted into Ocean FM that Fergus Text scored. Ocean, and then yeah. uh, Martin Horn, Horn lost the plot when he heard the crowd. Right Martin Horn rang, rang Fergus on the bus. Are you playing rugby? <laughs> <laughs> Go very good rugby so, round of applause. Yeah, shout good. out to Kaka. Uh, shout out to Kaka. Murty, you had something there. About what? Rugby. Did I? A jacket or something. Oh, yeah. Tell Paddy Pearson I have a jacket in the car. I'll bring it next Tuesday. Right. Monday, whatever we're recording. Right. Paddy Pearson, if you're listening, Murty's a jacket. I'll get it for you. Right, okay. Ka- uh, Sligo head coach, Paddy Pearson. <laughs> Murty has your jacket. Very good, Rossi. Enjoy that trip down Georgian memory lane. Those fantastic <laughs> stories there. Um, okay, we're back with the dancer, lads. Oh, the Sligo, Sligo dancer. Okay, um, verdict from laughing to be honest. Uh, Sligo dancer lads, we effed up last week by not putting our poll out. We're double dancing, double dancing. Um, we'll try and put last week's poll out tonight, maybe put it out tonight and then and then Sunday for the Sunday, yeah, the usual time for those ones. So who is going to be this week's Sligo Dancer, lads? A few prestigious winners beforehand. Um, I'm going to go first. I am going to nominate the Four Lanterns, lads. Um, I know it's a bit... Not been a copycat with Murty's uh, Mandarin Court, but as I said, they're, they're, they're back. First time I had them last week uh, since the reopening. So I'll give Four Lanterns the, the nice shout. Nice, yeah. nice touch. You'd nice do anything for a win, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> nice touch, though. Happy uh, these white ones are going to you. <laughs> Go, Ross. Uh, yeah, no, just spoke about it during the rugby wrap-up. So, Kaka, you mad bastard. Uh, Georgian player, whoever in the world you are right now, uh, you're my Sligo dancer of the week. What's his full name? Kakabar Michadze. Kakabar Michadze, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> That's our spy from the KGB that got us into the Sligo, <laughs> yeah, the Sligo yeah. County board oh, meeting. We'll get our man, uh, Felix Dejejny. Ah, Dejejny, of course. For my dancer of the week, I'm going to go uh, a bit... How would you say this? A bit different. I'm going to go for left the... Field. Yeah, left field. That's the word. <coughs> Two words I was looking for. Uh, I'm going to go with the air CEO, uh, Caroline... What is her name? Caroline Lan- Lennon. Lennon. Oh, yeah. Lennon. Very popular woman around Sligo. Yeah, very popular week. woman around Sligo. Um, I liked the fact that she... It takes a lot... Well, it doesn't actually take much, but the whole of Sligo Twitter got up and arms at her in yeah. about an hour, I'd say. I didn't get involved, and, no. No, I didn't get involved myself, but she was apologising within two hours. <laughs> and like I've seen a headline today where she's been described as gaff-prone, so like... As what? Mm. She's like, she's now gaff-prone. Air, 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 Whoopsie. Air. I yeah. said gaff-prone and some, <laughs> some weird, like... So, Caroline... Ka- Lennon. Caroline Lennon is her yeah. name. Uh, Tano, she wins. You'll put a special message in hers, will you? Yeah. Okay, that's the dancer, lads. Lock of the week coming up. It'll be Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Welcome to Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Disappointing last week, lads. A bad, a bad reaction. No, we, we went for the big scolded. one. Backlash. We went back. Yeah, we went for the big one. We yeah, said yeah. we'd go for it. Uh, scolded on Twitter. So we'll go back to our roots this time. Yeah. We will. We We've will. We've been studying by the lampshade here out in uh, Cluny. Really putting our wits together about this one. I've, I fancy this one now. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we're back. We're going to be back. What's up? Let's okay, go. Back to my, my usual style. Uh, I'm going to go Scotland plus, plus nine. <coughs> plus nine? Yeah. Against Ireland. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. In the rugby. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Plus nine. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. talked in rugby Ireland. Not all we going well. Unless, yeah. unless it's suddenly clicking the gear with Scotland are going to write themselves. Scotland so. doing all right at the moment. Yeah. So they won't fear come to Dublin. So, okay. Scotland plus nine. I'm going GA football again. I've had two losers in a row since my uh, since I went hurling. Um, 
Mayo Tipperary All Ireland semi final on Sunday. I know Tipperary got all applauded speaking Cork, but they were brutal against Limerick. I thought Division Four side Mayo. You don't know what you're going to get, but they won the first Connacht in five years. So I'm going to do Mayo to win by seven or more. I know it seems a lot in winter football, but I think they've goals in Tommy Conroy. O'Connor will get a few points. O'Shea is due a goal. So Mayo at seven to win by seven or more. Yeah, two to yeah. one. So that's yeah, minus six points basically. Minus six point five. Yeah. So uh, minus six point five. So yeah, Ross's selection is ten to eleven. That's Scotland plus nine. Ados is two to one. Mayo minus six. And I'm going to go a bit earlier in the week this week, lads. But my last winning select today we got the bet up was on a oh, Thursday. Yeah. yeah, it was earlier. So yeah. I'm going to go for AC Milan minus a goal against Celtic. That is even money. Oh. And I, I've heard it like things been buying money before, but like Celtic are an awful champion. Mm. Milan, I think like yeah, like no need to talk about it too much. Milan minus one, yeah, even money. So a tenner on that will return one hundred and fourteen euro and fifty five cent. So we're just looking at just shy of ten and a half to one. Very good. Hopefully we'll, we'll keep some of the crowd happy out there. And um, before we go, lads, last bit of correspondence in, Murty, you have it there, do you? Oh, yeah, I don't, but uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was sent to you. I had the bet up, I had the bet up. Uh, one second now. Yeah, anyway, it came in from uh, Paul Shooter Kelly. Um, yep. Hold on now till I get the actual message. We're no panic, lads. <laughs> well, we've only, not, been here, not, we've only been here for three hours at this yeah, stage. Yeah, missed the match. I plan to watch it home, but... Okay, sorry. Sorry about that delay now, lads. So this came in from Paul Kelly. Sorry, Paul, we only seen it there when we were uh, at the end of our correspondence section. So this is for just basically for the three of us. Uh, great to hear wrestling talk last week. Uh, do you think wrestling in Sligo will ever reach the highs of 2015-2016? Two events with over five grand raised and 300 odd in attendance. That's from Paul Kelly, the first ever SCW hardcore champion. Yeah. Which is a prestigious title. Yeah. yeah. He DJs in the Southern Hotel. Southern uh, Hotel, yeah. Sligo yeah. Championship Wrestling. SCW. You were both there for both of them. I was at both of them, yeah. Great night out by all accounts. Brilliant. There was a casket match. Where would you get it? Where would you get it? Michael Lang, and I'm not sure who he was called, taking on Gino as the Undertaker. Or the big show, sorry. Was Mankind? No, he wasn't Mankind. I'm not sure. No, Paul Kelly was Mankind. Yeah, and Love was the Undertaker, sorry. Gino was the big show, of course. Putting fellas through tables. Was, um, uh, big show slash Hulk Hogan though as well. No, I done a few. Yeah. Look, he's the mayor. <laughs> um, it was excellent. Yeah, um, I'd love to see that happen again. I think. Uh, I can't believe it. Is it actually five years? Twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. Paul's saying here. Yeah, they did one. Jesus, a year ago. Did they? They did one a year ago. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, Sean Mullen was in it as John Cena. Oh yeah, that was a, that was longer than a year ago, Ross. Definitely. Mullen was in the Mullen was the one I watched as well. Yeah, Sean Mullen was seen two yeah. years. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, good, good. Times. I hope. Yeah, that, uh, when things get back to normal, I think that will be a great event. SCW is still on on the thing. We could do live commentary. Yeah, Ross, oh, Jr. Yeah, Paul, Gino. If you set it up, we will be there. Get in contact, lads. Sligo with podcast and SCW collab. We're talking with Gino on air, anyways, aren't we? Oh, we'll try our best. We'll give him a message this week. Yeah, lads. That was a we 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 were going to have an interview this week, but um, couldn't have got it in because that was just a packed show of uh, name drops. Serious talk and good crack now, lads. My jaws are sore. So I think we'll leave for that week. Episode five done, lads. See That's you later. It. Yep, see you next oh, week. Oh, thank you to Tansy on sound. And also, if you're following us on Spotify, if you're on Spotify, Ross. Uh, hit the follow button. Hit the follow button. We're going to try and get into the charts. So if people are following the show, it'll put us up the rankings. Right. Much we obliged. We want to be going to Europe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks, lads. See you next week. I'm going back. To where the beach is near, the beer is dear, there's plenty of women out of the crack. 
Well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.